The discussion with author Rhonda Green of My Exit Plan continues. If you have not already listened to part one, please do so. It is filled with much needed information. Here, we go more in depth with Rhonda. As a reminder, she is the funeral director at First Baptist Church of Glen Arden under the leadership of Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. And she's the founder of My Exit Plan, Getting My House in Order. Take a listen. Hi, Rhonda. Welcome back for more conversation on the exit plan. I'm so glad to have you address more questions. So let's get into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, great. In the book, My Exit Plan, you share some great experiences as a funeral director at First Baptist Church of Glen Arden in Glen Arden, Maryland. And one that caught my attention is called my White House experience. Can you share with us more about this experience? And we don't have to give too much away, but please share a little. Yes, now that was a real experience for me. I had never um, had an official um, ceremony where I had to deal with uh, the White House staff, Secret Service, and all of these people coming in. So it was really overwhelming, but it was a great experience. Um, in 2009, a gentleman by the name of Smouse St. Albert passed away. And he was a husband, a father, and he had also been employed, uh, he had also served five presidents at the White House and had been there for several years. Mm-hmm. And then he, he uh, suddenly passed away. And I received the phone call and from that call, I um, had to contact the family, had to uh, work with Secret Service and the funeral home in order to pull the service together. And it was just amazing. Um, he, uh, he was just such an awesome person. But one of the things that I learned from that is that there are different types of services because some of us don't have the privilege of having the government, the White House staff, to actually come in and take over everything. No kidding. And and that was just amazing. But the piece that really, really touched me was after the service at First Baptist, uh, where we had several presidents and their spouses and children attend, I was invited to the White House to coordinate a memorial service Mm. for uh, Mr. St. Alvin at the White House. And that was just really, really uh, an awesome experience for me. But the blessing from it all, and as you said, I won't tell much about the story because they can read it, find out for themselves. Um, But the blessing from it was that it's been 12 years since he passed away. And from uh, doing that service, I gained a sister, two nieces, a nephew, and a great niece. And I tell you, I have this huge Haitian family because they were Haitian. And um, and it's just been so awesome, you know, continuing a relationship with them. But like I said, we'll let them read the story and find out more about that White House experience. Oh, yes. And not only the story, but you have some very nice pictures of some very important people in, in, yeah. in your book, which is which was great to read as well. In the book, you have lessons learned. Can you share one or two with us, like 
Uh, for example, I looked at, I was been reading your book on page 18 and 19. You have a topic then it's called what goes around and the other is they almost turned over the casket. Hmm. Tell us about that. Let me tell you, um, there's some funny stories in my book and then there's some sad stories and there's some stories that just make you go, Ooh, I don't want that to happen in my family. Yeah. But in this case, there was uh, a new wife and she refused when her husband passed away, she refused to allow her um, his stepchildren from a previous marriage to be a part of the service. And that was just devastating. But when I say what goes around comes around, it really does. And when people talk about karma, you don't want karma to come back at your door. Because mm. in this story, in this case, um, she wouldn't allow the kids to be a part. But it turned out the first wife found his original will because the new wife didn't have a will, never even thought about a will. But she found, the first wife found the will and he had designated some years ago everything that he had, all of his properties, money, vehicles, everything, he had designated that to go to his two stepdaughters. He had also left instructions that he wanted them to be a part of his service. Mm. And that was acknowledged. So when I say once again, what goes around comes around, those girls got everything. But you can read the rest of the story to find out uh, everything else that took place. But the lesson, the lesson in that is that as a new spouse, um, you should request an updated will or trust to make sure that you're included in it, to make sure that your spouse has a will at least. And that was the lesson in that story. Wow. Or they almost turned off the casket. Mm -hmm. That threw me, I mean, that really blew me out the water because even though it started out kind of crazy because the kids could not get on one accord uh, because they couldn't agree to what they were going to do and uh, mama hadn't left any instructions. So they finally came to a point um, after weeks and weeks, maybe months, I think it was, that they had the service and the service went well. So I was really touched that we had gotten through the service and everything was going well. But at the end of the service, um, a funeral home came in to take the body and the kids were like, well, you know, what's going on? Well, one of the sons who lived in another state where the mom was born, he had paperwork showing that the mother had purchased her plot in her hometown and she wanted to be buried there. So he was able to come in with a funeral home. They got the bite note, the casket too. We're pulling the casket to the left. Oh the my. We're pulling it to the right. It was just <laughs> I mean, it really wasn't fun, but I'm sitting there thinking, man, nobody's going to believe this really happened. Oh. Anyway, they had to wind up going to the court. And the court allowed them to take her body based on her paperwork and take her to her hometown to be buried. So the lesson in this story is that you've got to have conversations with your children yes. and your family so that whatever you decide to do, they'll know that it's your wish and that your kids and your family will all remain with one accord. Absolutely. I guess there's something to be said about first wives clubs. I'm in that group and second families or 
dual families, merging yeah. families. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Rhonda, tell us what are one or two main benefits of people having an exit plan? Okay, so the benefit is proper distribution of your assets mm. is really, really important. Um, you know, if you don't have an exit plan, then your assets may wind up anywhere or it's not properly distributed. So proper distribution of assets. Um, another benefit is that your family will remain uh, with one accord. So there's no arguing, there's no fussing and fighting about whatever, who, who, who's supposed to get what simply because you have already designated what you want to happen. So with that being said, having an exit plan will definitely allow uh, good things to happen. Your, your, your things will go where you want them to go and everybody will be, they may not be happy, but at least they'll know that it came from you and they're not taking it out on each other. Takes out some of that confusion and some of that heartache. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Anything else there? Uh, Yeah, well, also, and it's very important, it allows you time for closure. You know, when you don't have a plan and you've got to sit back and try to figure out, well, what would mama want? Did she want to be buried? Did she want to be cremated? Where are we going to bury her? You know, where are we going to have a funeral? What are we going to do? When you got to start frantically running around and try to figure out what to do, then it doesn't allow you time for closure. But if you have a plan and you got everything in place, then you can say, okay, let's pull out the paperwork and let's do whatever it is, you know, our loved one wanted. And we now have time for closure. So that's one of the other benefits of having an exit plan. Okay. Is there anything new in the works with you? Any new thing you're doing? Yes, yes, yes. Our Spanish workbook is going to be released next week, and I'm so excited about that. Um, We've had uh, several symposiums, and I always get phone calls from my um, Hispanic community, like, when you're going to put the book in Spanish or the workbook? Because they're having to interpret uh, everything to their family members who don't speak Spanish. So next week we will be releasing the workbook in Spanish. And also my team is working on the book itself. Um, I'm not sure how long it'll be before they complete it, but they're working on getting that out in Spanish as well. So keep your eye out for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'd like to keep that in the forefront of people's minds. So I will be putting it out there as well with right. you know, with coordination with you. So you did mention, I think in our part one conversation, and also you mentioned this time the workbook. Now I have the book, My Exit Plan, but for the workbook, that is a separate book, correct? Yes, yes it is. Okay, yes, so can you tell me a little bit about that workbook? Because I need to get that, uh, I'll go out there and get that next, the workbook. What is the name of that as well? So it's, it's my exit plan workbook. Okay. And the workbook is a good tool because in the workbook, you can jot down all of your information that your family will need to know when your time comes. Because guess what? We all die one day. So whenever your time comes, you know, your family will have that information 
and they would not have to try to figure out what to do. So, you know, they'll know uh, what type of service you want. They'll know who your insurance is with, uh, where you want to be buried, who your relatives are, all that important information that they will need in order to carry out your service. Okay. And it'll also help them with um, knowing where you put your will and all your important documents. Yes, that was going to be one of my questions as well. That, that's great information to have and to uh, put together. So what, Rhonda, is one of the most important things you'd like to tell people or that people can walk away with out of my exit plan? I know you probably have 10, <laughs> but what's that one important thing? I'll just give you two things. Okay. One is, you know, taking care of the business of dying allows you to focus on living a lot of people don't want to talk about death they don't want to talk about feelings but if you go ahead and get your exit plan together now you can put it away and then you can just focus on living because you've gotten everything done um and one of the other things is that it removes the stress from your family having to make decisions during an emotional time. So that's like a key point um, that I want to make sure people understand that I'm not just saying do this, you know, even in the Bible, uh, in uh, Isaiah 38, 1, I believe it is, and 2 Kings um, 21, God said, set your house in order. Mm -hmm. He said in the Bible twice to set your house in order. So I'm not just saying this, it was also in the Bible that we need to get our affairs in order. And um, just know that you can't take it with you when you die. So it's important to designate who you want to have, whatever it is you have. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Oh, I'm with you on that because I also feel like it will free you up as to your point, taking care of the business of dying so that you can live. It will free you up knowing your family knows and that your wishes will be done. Yes, yes. You know, prayerfully. Okay, great. But uh, here we go. Lastly, what platforms can we find my exit plan on? And I guess the workbook will be on the same platform. Well, let me tell you, the book can be purchased on my website. The book and the workbook can be purchased on my website, which is rondegreen.org. That's R-H-O-N-D-A-G-R-E-E-N.org. Now, the book can be purchased on Amazon as well. And there are several other sites out there like Target, Barnes & Nobles, um, other sites. I don't know the names of all of them, but mainly Amazon. You can purchase the book there. But on my website, you can get the book and the workbook. So in other words, the workbook is only sold on my website. But that's where you can get it. And um, it's important to know that uh, if you go to my website, uh, we have bundles. So you can get like the book and the workbook for almost the same price of purchasing the book on uh, on Amazon. So, oh, okay, great. Yeah. yeah. And then that's what I will do. And I applaud the people that are listening that they do the same thing to get the book, that they go onto Rhonda's website, which again is Rhonda green.org where you can get her book my exit plan as well as the workbook 
So Rhonda, I thank you for blessing us with your time and your knowledge, and more importantly, your book, My Exit Plan. And I also want to thank those who listened to Breaking It Down with Renee. Stay tuned. Thank you.